0: Harvest time. with that familiar theme song we're reminded it's time once again for the harvest time gospel broadcast this is a daily broadcast with special emphasis on missions and world evangelization under the direction of dr stennett of resaca georgia and now here is brother baloo and today's broadcast thank you and greetings radio friends what a joy and privilege it is to come to your place of listening and share together with you another Harvest Time broadcast. We're turning again in our Bible to the book of John, chapter number 16, verse number 7 through verse number 11. Our Lord, on the night before his crucifixion, said these words to his disciples, Nevertheless, I tell you the truth. It is expedient for you that I go away. For if I go not away, the Comforter will not come unto you. But if I depart, I will send him unto you. And when he is come, he will reprove the world of sin and of righteousness and of judgment. Of sin because he believed not on me, of righteousness because I go to my Father and you see me no more, of judgment because the prince of this world is judged. On Monday, we begin our study on the ministry of the Holy Spirit overseeing a bride. There are three areas that we want to look at in this study. First of all, we're looking at the inviting ministry of the Spirit of God to the sinners. Second, we'll look at the indwelling ministry of God the Spirit to the saints, and thirdly, We'll look at the infeeling ministry of God the Spirit for service. And again, I remind you in conviction, the Holy Spirit comes unto us. In conversion, the Holy Spirit comes into us. And then in consecration for service, the Holy Spirit comes upon us. But we're looking at this inviting ministry of God the Spirit to the sinners. And I pointed out to you on the broadcast Mm -hmm. yesterday that the word reproof simply means to pull the cover off, to uncover or reveal. And I pointed out to you in the Word of God how that God the Spirit will reveal first of all our sins or our sinfulness. Then second, he reveals the righteousness of God and our inability to come up to God's righteous demand. And thirdly, he reveals to us the judgment that is to come. This puts the fear of God in our heart that one day we're going to have to stand before God and we're unable to stand there in our own righteousness. So as the Holy Spirit, reproves the sinner of his sin and of righteousness and of judgment, then the Holy Spirit works a work that we call conviction in the life of the sinner. And the Bible mentions this in Second Corinthians chapter 10 and verse number 7, where the Bible said that godly sorrow worketh repentance to salvation that needeth not to be repented of. And then we looked at the verses of Scripture in John chapter number 6, verse number 37. Let me just go back and mention this verse: When God the Spirit manifests to the sinner the fact that he is sinful, his righteousness is not what it ought to be, and judgment is awaiting him, then it causes that sinner to see himself as a lost, hopeless, hell-bound, helpless, hell-deserving sinner And this creates in that sinner a sense of fear and despair and causes that sinner to cry out to God for salvation. And it's only then when that sinner realizes his need of a Savior that he will come to the Lord Jesus Christ and call upon him to be saved. When that sinner whom the Holy Ghost is dealing with in conviction comes to Christ, God will save him. Notice what the Bible said in John six thirty seven All that the Father giveth me shall come unto me, and him that cometh unto me, I will in no wise cast out. And again the Bible said in Romans chapter ten, verse number thirteen For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord Shall be saved. And I do want to emphasize you do not go out and quote that verse of scripture to some sinner who has had no thought of God in the last 30 days. That's like the statement that Paul made to the Philippian jailer in Acts chapter number 16. The simplest answer to the greatest question ever asked when the Philippian jailer cried out to Paul and Silas. What must I do to be saved? And they said unto him, Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, and thou shalt be saved. Friend, you do not make that statement to a sinner who has said no thought of God. But when the Holy Ghost has done the preparatory work of conviction in that sinner's life, when the Holy Ghost revealed to him his sinfulness, he has revealed to him God's righteousness and God's judgment to come. And that sinner sees himself as a hopeless, helpless, hell-bound, hell-deserving sinner. Then that sinner can come to God and claim the verse of John six thirty-seven: All that the Father giveth me shall come to me, and him that cometh to me I will in no wise cast out. He can fulfill the verse of Romans chapter number 10, verse number 13. The Bible said, for whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. So friend, in the matter of a sinner coming to Christ, there is the inviting ministry of the Spirit of God to the sinner. Man in his own depraved nature does not have it in himself to turn himself around from his sin and come to God and be saved in his own doing. No, by our fallen nature, every sinner will drift father and father and father away from God. We have a beautiful picture of this in the book of Ephesians, chapter number 2, and in the first two verses there, the word of God said, "In you at the quicken who were dead in trespasses and in sin, wherein in times past you walked according to the course of this world, according to the prince of the power of the air, the spirit that now worketh in the children of disobedience, among whom also we all had our conversation in times past in the lust of our flesh, fulfilling the desires of our flesh, and of the mind, and were by nature the children of wrath, even as others. Those three verses reveal to us the condition of every sinner. Notice them again. The Bible said, and you hath he quickened, who were dead in trespasses and sins, wherein in times past you walked according to the course of this world, according to the prince of the power of the air, the spirit that now worketh in the children of disobedience, among whom also we all had our conversation in times past in the lust of the flesh, fulfilling the desires of the flesh and of the mind, and were by nature the children of wrath, even as others. If you're saved by the grace of God, Those three verses reveal your condition in the past. If you listen to me today and you're unsaved, those three verses reveal your condition now. You are dead in trespasses and in sin. You are walking according to the course of this world, according to the prince of the power of the air, according to the spirit that now worketh in the children of Of disobedience. If you're unsaved right now, your conversation is in the lust of the flesh, fulfilling the desires of the flesh and of the mind. And right now, you are by nature a child of wrath, even as all others that are not saved. But now, when you come to verse number four, there is a divine interruption in the life of that sinner. The Bible said, but God. Or he talks about how we are going the wrong direction. We're fulfilling the wrong desires. We're committing the wrong deeds because of our nature. But in verse number four, the Bible said, but God, who is rich in mercy for his great love, wherewith he loved us, even when we were dead in sins, hath quickened us together with Christ, and by grace are you saved, and hath raised us up together, and made us to sit together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. Thank God the Holy Ghost reproves you of your sin, and of righteousness, and of judgment to come. And as a hell-bound, hell-deserving sinner, you cry out to God for salvation you find verse number four becomes a reality and a turning point in your life. But God, you see, my friend, that sinner headed for hell comes in a head-on collision with the love of God and the grace of God. And it works a work of grace that saves that sinner and takes him off of the road to hell, puts him on the road to heaven Salvation will take him out of living a life of sin and put him in a life of service to the glory and honor of the Lord Jesus Christ. It will raise you up out of the mowery clay, put your feet on a solid rock, and establish your going by the grace of God. And then in verse number 7 becomes our future, that in the ages to come he might show the exceeding riches of his grace and his kindness toward us through Christ Jesus. So here you have a good picture of a sinner on the road to hell, hopeless, helpless, nothing he can do about it in his own ability. But God interrupts his journey to hell, and God introduces that sinner to his love, to his mercy, and to his grace and the Holy Ghost does a work of conviction in that sinner's heart, lets him see his need of a Savior, then lets him see that that need is met in the person of the Lord Jesus Christ, and the Holy Spirit works a work of repentance and faith in the life of that sinner, and he turns from his sin to the Savior, and God saves him by the marvelous grace of God of God. Shall we see the ministry of the Holy Spirit coming to the sinner and inviting him to Christ that he might be saved by the marvelous grace of God. Now, I've spent most of the time today on stuff that was not even in my notes, but I'm convinced the Holy Spirit wanted me to use this in Ephesians chapter number 2. Could I say to your sinner today, as you listen by the radio, is God speaking to you, revealing to you your sinfulness before God. If he is, if you'll call on him, he'll save you by his grace today. Don't put it off. Bow with the radio and call on him now. Father, take the word. Use it to your glory. I pray in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Behold, the fields are white. It's all. Well, I trust the broadcast was a blessing to you today. Let me remind you that Harvest Time is a listener-supported radio ministry, and I need to hear from a number of you. Would you pray for the radio ministry and then write to us and share with us in the financial burden of this radio work? Simply address that letter to Harvest Time, 179, Promise Land Drive, Resaca, Georgia, 30735. That's Harvest Time. 179, Promised Land Drive, Resaca, Georgia, 30735. And be sure to join us each weekday, Monday through Friday at this same time. God bless you until the next broadcast. Amen.